back in the 90s. Everything was better and somehow worse all at once. It was a time of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of Saturday morning cartoons. by day, homework by night. We were betrayed by the boomers we had sworn to protect. Frozen in student loan debt for a thousand years. Now on the internet, the shows of old return, and we live again. We are defenders of what came before. We are Nostalgia Plus. Hello and welcome to another episode of Nostalgia Plus, where we always read about old things that are new again. I'm joined, as always, by my friends who I have attacked in order to be here. It's Nick Evangelista. That's me. Howdy, howdy. And Katie Willis. That's me. And Peter. What? The Shaper Variety. Peter, we're doing the show now. It's the show. It's happening. It's, it's far too late in the evening to not do the show. But I'm I'm watching. Re- uh, looking at. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Hey, what's up? <laughs> You're looking at hot guys. Kinda. Uh, yeah, we've just finished our transition of the F bomb podcast to the fantasy boyfriend of the month, uh, and we're just celebrating that fact here in at Too Many Thoughts Media. Uh, it's just a, it's a great time to be alive. And, and, uh, key to this celebration is of course, Rachel, the instigator uh, of all our frivolity. Uh, <laughs> why am I the, why am I that one? Oh, you should put that on your who resume. Else, who else? Rachel, <laughs> instigator of frivolity. <laughs> I'm not the instigator. That sounds like a medical degree. <laughs> uh. I, I I once wanted to try. Oh, <laughs> Peter, why? <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Anyways, I don't know why I'm the instigator now. I, I don't wasn't, think you are. I, I wasn't the one that start fungus. <laughs> I still no, don't I find about that though. Theory. My well. plant guy says it's valid. Your <laughs> <laughs> plant guy. Well, as long as your plant guy likes it, I'm glad we have one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let me be clear. Uh, I am planning on talking about fungus today. So, <laughs> is there fungus? <laughs> oh, there are questions <laughs> about fungus. <laughs> so, so uh, um, we're talking. We're talking about four episodes. Uh, the first one is going to be uh, episode uh, number. What is this? What are we doing? Twenty six. Episode twenty six. High noon. Uh, on this episode, the clan is attacked by an inexplicable alliance of Demona, Macbeth, and Coldstone. So uh, this one's a um, pretty kind of, I don't know, a vanilla episode, if there can be such a thing as this, right up until the end, when we kind of sure. get the reveal of why the alliance is so inexplicable. Right. It's like, uh, like a Monster of the Week episode, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Well, it's kind of backstory at the end because the weird sisters show up. Mm-hmm. Right. They return from from the four part uh, <laughs> series we covered before we took 
another trip into the Disney's vault and experience uh, Peach Dragon. No. <laughs> you will never let me live that down. It was just really boring. Sorry, Peter. No, I honestly, I was, I was really bored too. I don't know how I became such an interesting, exciting uh, adult having grown up watching that pap over and over again. Yeah, God, I wonder. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Dan, do you want to give us the... I'll just leave. I'll just leave then. <laughs> do you want to give no, us the one back. sentence rundown of the episode? Because I have a really that I want to say. Oh, I did. That was it. The clan is attacked oh, by the inexplicable yeah. alliance of Demona, Macbeth, and Coldstone. So I have a thing of go the fuck to sleep, uh, Elisa. 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 Oh, yeah. Elisa. Go. She doesn't sleep she ever. Sleeps like you, Rachel. I, <laughs> I sleep. I just have odd hours. I, I liked seeing the the toll that her double life took on her, right? That she's she has a job and then she stays up, pardon, she stays up all night hanging out with the gargoyles because they're her only friends, apparently. <laughs> well, she has well, I, had a, I had a similar note, but for Demona, does she ever sleep? Because she's gargoyle yeah. at night and human during the, the, during the day, but does she need to sleep? I don't know, <laughs> and I had that curiosity as well. See, yeah. now I have the curiosity of if she's a fungus by night, <laughs> and a person by day. <laughs> this Wait, what's is... the third part of that sentence? Well, <laughs> then... the, the, the third part of that sentence is, what's that like? <laughs> That's a crappy <laughs> sentence, Nick. <laughs> well, weak. I'm just imagining, like, you know, by day, you're a person. You have person needs. You have to eat, and you have to use the bathroom, and you have to... You know, you're a person, you have cramps, but by night you're a fungus. You're just spraying your spores everywhere. And... Okay, one, that's gross, and two, we're not sure they're funguses. I am pretty sure. sure, yeah. The plant guy all... said it worked. Okay, look, I have nothing against your plant guy, but I don't know him. Yes, you her. do. Yes, you what? do. It's you Grayson. do know It's Grayson. <laughs> oh. Well, and I don't necessarily agree with your plant guy. And Even though, yeah, because technically fungi aren't plants. Actually, exactly. really, fung fungi aren't plants. Right. So there. Anyway, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no. So she's she's doing her thing, human by day, rock monster by night. I guess she never turns to stone. If she never turns to stone, does that mean she never like heals? the way that the gargoyles do after, well, you know, while they're in their stone form during the day. I think I like to human... think that she has two bodies and her bodies travel to separate pocket dimensions during the odd hours. Love that's it. That's gotta be a great idea. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean that's that's a neat interpretation. I have no idea if it'll be borne out by the text, but <laughs> probably not. <laughs> uh I was thinking it was the magic that we used on her is similar to her rock form. And she will be healed afterwards. So is her human form get healed after a, a night of being a gargoyle, too? God, if I, who knows? Dan? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I Let's will have to punch look. punch her and then Later find out. Okay, that's, let's definitely punch her. I would love to punch Nimona. Yeah. Um uh, she, does, she, she does weird stuff in this episode and, and mm -hmm. just like straight up reveals 
that her that you know she turns into a human to Elita now, and uh, that to, I don't really know why or like. It it also wasn't that threatening of a reveal because she's in immense pain when she transforms. <laughs> so yeah. she just sort of displayed herself being extremely vulnerable. Uh, and then, right. and then wh- it's also weird because, like, how did that scene end? Because she can't fly away when she's a person. She just runs out of the police station. <laughs> Why is that? There's a car like, at the end. So yeah, and then she's like, yeah, I gotta get a cab. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> Later. It's pretty, and that's yeah. what that's when we realize that Elisa is really attacked because if she's you're human, uh, then uh, then you're su- subject to human laws. Yeah, not fungal laws <laughs> of flights and such. <laughs> so, and at the so at the end, we discover that the three weird the sisters weirds. or the Norns or whoever they are show up and they were the ones who were making Demona and, and Macbeth work together the whole time. And then they teleport away with the three artifacts we've seen over the rest of the season that, uh, that Macbeth was it Macbeth or was it Demona? Uh, who was it? Somebody said having all three of these would give me, make me the ultimate mage. That oh, was the Archmagus way the arch- back in nine seventy four. Yeah. So question: They have the book, the grimoire. Do yeah. they have the spell that controls um, Goliath? No, it's oh. in the river. Yeah, that was destroyed or or given to him, and he. Yeah, it's. We assume that's over. Okay, because I re I re listened to that clip. Um, I was like, wait, oh no. <laughs> So, yeah, the Weird Sisters here, they're, I guess, a new faction, whereas in the previous, uh, the previous time that we saw them, they were, I guess, a little more easily dismissed as part of that mini-series of episodes. Yeah, you're right. Like, like are they self-contained within that, that four-parter? Are right. they just here for the weird time loop kind of thing? But apparently not. Yeah, it, it, it appears that they are actually a brand new faction to be contended with. And feel- their motives are a little unclear. Again, I feel like they're fae. Right, they could, they could, they could be uh, part of the Oberon's children group. I'm not sure. I keep calling them fae. They're Oberon's. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same. They're fae. They're fae. Uh, uh, well, so just uh, another little thing I noticed about this episode is uh, I don't think it's the first, but it's one of few that does not feature Xanatos at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that um, always stands out to me in this show because, in some ways, Xanatos is as much of a main character as Goliath and the rest oh, of the crew. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a driver of of the story, probably far more than Goliath because mm-hmm. he has ambitions. Goliath just wants a nice, pleasant status quo. Well, and and, and like many, I guess, superhero type stories, uh, the hero is sort of more reactionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so uh, I guess the big question here is, you know, we, we always knew Xanatos had his motivations. Now we know the Weird Sisters, who mentioned of some sort of oncoming war, also have a set of motivations that are as of yet unclear to us. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to mention that uh, my friend, I talked to my friend about the show, and he found it freaking hilarious. The, the Illuminati is just the, oh. a part oh, yeah. of <laughs> Which we'll talk about, I think, in depth <laughs> in Soon. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. a couple um, episodes later on because, in this episode. 
Uh, we were talking about Blue Exorcist, where the Illuminati is just a thing, and they're just like, that's always silly. We're just, <laughs> ah, the Illuminati. Of course, there's an Illuminati. I want to get your guys' opinion on the Weird Sisters here. Did you get the impression that they are evil, good? What do you uh, think? I think chaotic. they're scheming, and that I find unpromising as to their moral character. I feel like they're chaotic neutral right now. I mean, Xanatos has his plans, but they are like week by week. These these girls have been working on something for the last thousand years. So. Right. Right, I mean, that's true. Yeah, but at the same time, like, it seems like their plan needed them to end up with the, what was it, the Phoenix Seal and the... The Phoenix uh, Gate, the Eye of Odin, and the... And the Grimorum. And yeah. uh, honestly, if they have the kind of power that they've been demonstrating, I, I feel like they ought to be able to just hop through time and sweep those up whenever they want, right? Like, they've been around for a thousand years. They should have been able to get all of those things. Maybe they need our characters to be... Right, that seems, it seems like a reason for them to have left them where they were up to now. Well, and if, if they are Oberon's children, or some of Oberon's children, the, it, what we know from Puck is that there are rules about that sort of limit what they can and can't do. Mm-hmm. You know, Puck needed orders he needed her to he needed demona to like actually make a, a wish or a demand before he could do anything he didn't seem to do anything on his own now that might have right, been needed to be because asked. demona had like bound him somewhat but it seemed later on he still needed he, he never really did anything of his own accord he was always working on someone's behalf mm-hmm. if i had to make a prediction based on that knowledge and just other stories and things it would be that because they can sort of work in uh, seeing past and future and prophecy, certain events need to occur in a certain way for them to act. And the only act they can really take is will affect the end game, I guess, one way or the other. You know what I mean? Like, either good will win or bad will win or something like that because of actions they take. But until they make their move, things need to go a certain way. Yeah. Prophecy is always a weak storytelling device. Um yeah. uh, I'm the only person who does this, but later there's uh, Mephisto and Blue Exorcist who is the demon king of time and uh he can he's weird. <laughs> so he Yeah, chooses... that, that kind of paradoxical existence of like knowing the future but not being able to change it. Well, I don't know if he can change it cuz he can see the future. But it's just been revealed he can only see the future up to a certain point in time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I read that series too. It's pretty great. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if you read the. I'm just spoiling things. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. The so two, we we have a blanket spoiler warning. <laughs> yeah, we also had Coldstone in this episode. Nothing really progressed with Coldstone other than the sort of good natured spirits that live in with him decided to take a more proactive role finally by the end but you know they don't really seem to like nothing it, nothing really changes for coldstone by the end of the episode no coldstone is still like a kind of a, a loner going off to figure out how to be themselves it mm. does seem like he is entering sort of a um i guess a self isolation uh <laughs> until 
things are worked out within him. So it definitely Until he gets seem- his 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 uh, virus under control. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it definitely does seem like we'll see more of Coldstone, but hopefully the situation will be relieved by the time we see him next. I will be honest, I'm actually kind of sick of the Coldstone storyline of him having these dual personalities inside of him. I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I think they would I wouldn't mind if Coldstone came back. They'd have to do something different with him. Yeah, I just feel like it's the same old song and dance here at this point. Uh, I'm just tired of the fight of, like, I'm in love with you. Dear God, is that boring? <laughs> with with, like, oh, creepy, like with the two gargoyles inside of him? Yeah, like the creepy priest man. Yeah, yeah. Just like, that's weird. <laughs> I like CCH Pounder being in the show, though, who who voices the the sort of golden uh, gargoyle in, inside of Coldstone. Mm-hmm. And CCH Pounder is like this very like she mostly takes really dramatic roles. Like she was amazing in the shield. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the shield from like, well, I don't know when, so, when was that on the first season. Is it, is it the Marvel Yeah, show? she was like in season four no. or something like that. But oh, okay. she's, you know, a very great dramatic actress and i don't know what she's doing in the show <laughs> just getting Good. a paycheck i guess uh the next episode yeah yeah the next episode is outfoxed uh halcyon renard's company finishes a new airship the fortress 2 fearing xanatos might try to sabotage it goliath goes to the ship to make sure nothing happens uh-huh. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna add a sentence here and then everything happens <laughs> Yeah. Um so I wanted to say like Elisa looks different <laughs> in this episode. Oh yeah, is it an animating thing? I don't know why. I just they they just wrote this note. I also have surprise, Fox's oh Preggers, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I was anyone surprised by that? Because I was not. I was like, eh. No, what? because they're like, Oh, your doctor called with your yeah. results. It's like, well, it's there's what only else one, would they put in there? Right. There's only one thing you hint at when when you say that, um, especially to a woman. It's not like they're going to pronounce that she's got AIDS or something. <laughs> I, I was thinking cancer. Yeah, I would say cancer. But yeah, but I, yeah, yeah, that no. would have been pretty dark, too. <laughs> yeah, but they, they would have played it very differently. And then does, was anyone surprised that that Renard, head of the ca- the company, Halcyon, was Fox's father? No, because Fox it, and it, Renard. Renard. Thing, yeah. yeah. Okay. Was, it wasn't my favorite episode. <laughs> I, I was entertained watching um, Nega Owen. Oh yeah. yeah, I have a note that assistant dude looks like Xanatos' assistant. Yes, yeah, wrote, he's, he's Nega Owen. The assistant is just dark-haired Owen. Right. That's my note. I thought for probably fifteen out of the twenty-two minutes that it just was Owen. With the I did. Too. I wondered. Yeah, yeah. Too. I thought it was him, like in terrible disguise, to try to take over this. And then, and then Renard is like, "Oh yeah, and Owen was my assistant for a while." But I, I gotta say, I uh, did not expect Renard to be like a character. Like he oh. was in that one episode forever ago, and then I forgot mm-hmm. about him. And 
it wasn't until he like specifically was like you destroyed my last airship that i even remembered who he was <laughs> you know? yeah well he, like, he did not appear in the in the awakening episodes okay so so then i just had to i guess through context clues figure out who he was yeah, this um, is the first I think time I think that's seen. what they're telling you in the episode that this is the owner of that first thing that we destroyed. Yeah. I, I do I do have to say, I like him as a character. Yeah, me too. And he says my my note for him is sick wheelchair, bro. <laughs> it oh is my a God. sick wheelchair in fairness. It's a very Professor X kind of wheelchair actually. Yeah. Um I feel like he is a uh a great ally for Goliath. Potentially, yeah. I like that he listens. Yeah. He's, he's, he shows wisdom. He has critical thinking skills, unlike yes. many people in cartoons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, have you guys seen Umbrella Academy? Yes. yes. <laughs> no one talks to each other ever. I hated it. I mean, I enjoyed many aspects of them, but, but no one, yes, communication is just awful. That, there is nothing more frustrating than in a book or a show when, like, everything goes wrong because of a lack of communication, for yes. sure. It's lack of communication causes spoilers. Vanya to go insane. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, there is nothing more frustrating. Yeah. But uh, I still like um, the show. I'm excited for season two. <laughs> of course. Um... Should we talk about the big elephant in the room, the big spoiler from this episode? Yes. Uh, well, I guess there's two parts to it. Um, we learn that Fox is the daughter of Renard, right? We, we already spoiled that, yes. Okay. Yeah. And the second part is that she is pregnant. We yes. Are, you said all of this. Where did you go? I was, I guess, reading my notes very carefully <laughs> <laughs> and missing the fact that you guys were mentioning it. Yeah, no, um, I, I, my notes is surprise. Frock, Fox is preggers, and that was the word I couldn't figure out what I wrote. I was, <laughs> it was like <laughs> pre prelate, prelate. No, I thought it was said pegging. Where do you think that? Oh, that was that's pegging. Right. Oh, that's pegging. the word you thought was surprise pegging. pegging. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you guys? Where do you guys think that's gonna go? I evil, evil baby child. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think uh, they're gonna have a child that, that they're gonna raise very. Uh, what's the word? Uh, just ambitiously. Will Thanatos <laughs> learn to love? I think he knows how to love as well as he can. I think he'll demonstrate <laughs> affection uh, and and work a child into his chess playing. Yep. I deeply hope that we have a uh, Dragon Ball Z Trunks situation where their baby gets sent into the future, or their baby comes back from the future, I guess, and he's a lot and older. It, and it's Owen. <laughs> Ooh, what? Wait a minute, is that a spoiler? <laughs> I'll I never tell. I mean, also, <laughs> it, it is possible that Fox will lose the baby yeah. and, we'll have, and, and we'll have character growth from that. That would be an incredibly ballsy thing for this show to do. But I would uh, gain a lot of respect for Gargoyles if they went that dark. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, I'll give you guys some, some, uh, some options here. Uh, Option so two. Maybe, maybe Preston is the future son of Xanatos and Fox. 
Wait, could we maybe him? see a third brother with red hair? And <laughs> these guys are actually the weird sisters. Oh, that's oh, what I thought the, for the, when I saw the uh, this guy. Where I'm like, oh wow, there's a blonde one, dark haired one. one. So maybe there's a red haired <sighs> Owen somewhere. That might be that a thing. Be hilarious. Yeah. yeah, that would make sense because Fox has red hair. Mm. Yeah, or they're all mutant. They're all weird clones. There we go. That's also a thing we've seen in the show. Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys have anything more to say about outfoxed? Not really. No. She probably shouldn't be hang gliding while pregnant. Or whatever. <laughs> kickboxing. She's yeah, you're probably kickboxing yeah. with her husband. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> that's really funny. They should have really put one where he just, just, just Nate kicks her right in the guts. You know. Dad, <laughs> yeah, that's mean. I almost just spat out my wine. Kids, kids wouldn't figure that out, you know. I thought you were done with your wine, and then I got another glass. <laughs> I thought you finished the box. No, no I, I said that. No, uh, Peter, Peter's spreading propaganda. I, I have no great insight into the state of his box of wine. All right, let's move on to the third episode that we're talking yes, about: uh, Revelations. No, uh, this isn't one, this price. the price. The price. Oh, the price. Sorry, I skipped one. The price is right. Uh, oh, that's weird. IMDb doesn't have that one until much later. Weird. So I've noticed that um, I think some of the episodes were... This happens a lot with uh, cartoon shows especially. I think they were recorded in one order and released in another. Hmm. Like they actually made that episode as episode 30. But then when it came to airing the episodes, they decided to air it as episode 15. Oh, yeah. And the reason is because half the episodes are sort of interchangeable. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, this one. This one isn't. Well, the timing wise, it just needs to appear between a couple of episodes and it can fit kind of in any order there. I actually I thought this episode so. was fairly forgettable, all things considered. I, I will I, except yeah. for the hover scooter. That is unforgettable. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's Did a good anyone point. else get a Dr. Wiley vibe from those fights? <laughs> Does anyone else even know what I'm talking about? Nope. Are talking, uh, no, not the, Mega Man? not the race. Yeah, Mega Man. Oh, oh yeah. okay. So, I guess <laughs> just you and me, Dan. I will say this is this is the episode where um, I decided Hudson is my favorite. <laughs> and why is that? He gives a good speech, yeah. Because he has more personality than the other guy. He definitely yeah. does. Even Goliath. Yeah. Hudson definitely is the most, like, uh, I guess, human-like in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, he likes to sit and watch TV. That's, that <laughs> sounds like us. He's <laughs> my favorite because of my note that I wrote here. Hudson is a glitter princess. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't think yeah, that's what you're supposed more. to take away. <laughs> Well, I, uh, what's his dick like threw that stuff on him and then dick? he like was all glittery. Uh, I, oh, I, I, oh yeah. right, right. Because he threw a fake powder and pretended that he was turned to stone forever yeah. or something. Right. Yeah. What's his I, dick. <laughs> That's what you took away from this. Come on. <laughs> I have um, my favorite note of this one is Robo Macbeth Lagasp. <laughs> Well, you can't get the real uh, Macbeth. Settle for Robo Macbeth. Dogs don't know it's not real Macbeth. (laughs) Also, Owen? The fuck? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, no, the, this is the part that stands out to me about this episode is when Same. Hudson refuses to trial run the the eternal life potion that uh, that Owen's just like, well, let me try. Stick his hand in. Whoops, it turned to stone, I guess. Yeah, guess he got I a know. stone hand. Yeah, Owen is loyal AF. Yeah. That was the only note I had for this episode, actually. He's a real stan, yeah. A real stand. <laughs> stand for that. I will say the sword turned to stone. It always does. Uh, but canisters don't. Canisters don't. Guns oh, don't right. either. From that other episode. No, yeah, guns yeah. turn to stone. But laser guns do. But canisters yeah. don't. But swords yeah. do. And but your clothes do. But I we don't know if people holding on do. It's because it's a fungus, guys. We haven't figured that part out yet. It's because it's a fungus. It's the only thing it, that makes sense. It works on a time base, not on a sun base, because they could be underground and still turn to stone. Right. right when they were in the rookery. Uh, yep. I, I was thinking when Broadway was under a building. That too. That too, yes. Um, I- yeah. I have another note here that says, oh, ho, a red herring. And also, always count your shots. I will admit that I don't remember much of this episode. Mostly, I don't remember most of these episodes. Yeah, mostly they, they fight with Robot Macbeth, and then they anguish over a statue of uh, Hudson that is not really Hudson, and Hudson um, hangs out with Xanatos, and they have some good old bro time. <laughs> Xanatos is try, trying to make a potion with one ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> I think there were other ingredients. It was water and scre- and, and the gargoyle skin. Stone. Stone skin. Stone. Yeah. I'm sure there were some eyes of Newt or, or something out there. I think in there. so. I, I don't know. I got the impression that it was part of a recipe. Bones of the father. I don't know. They made a, <laughs> they made a little Voldemort in there or something. Yeah. So does anyone else want... Goliath to be less um, I don't know like less of a main character about it about things he's so starting to kind of like main character precious in that like he keeps declaring you know we will find a way we have to and then and therefore they will or something like that he just keeps declaring that there has to be a way or that we'll you know we'll make it work and and that's just not how do you do you mean leadership? Are you talking about leadership? <laughs> that's, yeah, no, I was kind of that's just also not like, how that's, I that's perceive leadership. leadership. Um, no, he just really keeps asserting that things are possible because he wants them to be possible. Is what it feels like to me. That sounds I, like hope. I don't know though. Like when we see uh, Puck can turn every human in the world into gargoyles, I feel like anything kind of is possible in this universe. Okay, you make a point. I mean, that yeah, okay, maybe there is obviously some stuff. way. Yeah, yeah fair I enough. Would say, I will say Goliath is kind of boring in this episode. Well, sure. He's kind of boring in every episode, if we're going to be honest here. <laughs> yeah, I really, uh, I know him and Elisa end up together, or at least the show wants to end up together, but I don't want them to. <laughs> I don't either. It was funny, I was going to say, I you know, he think he he's... You know, he's kind of boring because he's the straight-laced guy, but I think he's kind of boring except when he's, like, almost flirting with Elisa. Like, that's, that's like, they, they, they do chemistry, I think, fairly well. 
yeah. so I find that more engaging. I personally like his relationship with Xanatos. Mm. Just intense hatred. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, but they worked but together they, at times. Yeah, and then he was his best man at the wedding. Yeah, and I <laughs> well, love that was a trick anyway. And I also love the compromises that Goliath has to make, not just with Xanatos, but with others as well. Mm. I just think I wanted to see more gargoyles. So, so it's like, oh, what if we have different types of gargoyles? So main male character doesn't end up with main female character. Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> it's but that's boring. the point. They're supposed yeah. to be together. Mm. So why, why, why do the gargoyles take on these ferocious uh, uh, stances? When they turn to stone, to maybe it, fit in, yeah, to blend in with other gargoyles. I I think it's a defense mechanism. So yeah, like that's what I'm thinking. It's biological. So it, it, like it's an instinct. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. when the janitor goes up into the clock tower in the middle of the day, if he were like sweeping around and all of a sudden there's a statue reading a book, you know, <laughs> that's he'd be like he might be like, what the hell is this? Or would that Goliath book is be laying stone? there? If Goliath is laying there asking to be painted like one of their French girls, <laughs> that might not be very intimidating. That reminds me of this picture that I took the other day. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Wait, Keep I'm listening. to yourself. I'm, you don't want to publish that on the internet or anything. No, 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 Katie, paint me a word picture. <laughs> is, it of a, is it of a certain husband? <laughs> It is a certain husband. Oh, but is it my husband? Mm-hmm. Probably. <laughs> it is Nick's husband. Whoa. But, um, I don't kiss and tell. Leave out of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the podcast we made this joke. Oh, no. <laughs> the space-time continuum is... The ruined. readers will... The listeners will hear our readers. <laughs> Like but, any extended universe, you have to listen to every Too Many Thoughts Media podcast to really get the whole story. Welcome to our transmedia jokes. empire. Well, I should really just start making jokes from Two Cents Radio and confuse everybody. <laughs> well, <laughs> we can get Nico on here for him to yell about Quibi, whatever that is. Oh my <laughs> god. Nico's never read a book in his life. <laughs> Can't bring him on any of these shows. <laughs> but has he watched the 1994... Disney show Gargoyles? No. More importantly, has he watched Pete's Dragon? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Because don't, don't, don't make him do that. that <laughs> you can watch the 2016 version. It's less that, hideous. It's still bad, though. <laughs> so, all right. Want to hop uh, on the last episode? Yeah, last, last episode. episode. Revelations. Uh, Matt Bluestone finally confronts a member of the Illuminati who offers him membership if he delivers to them one of the gargoyles his partner is hiding. Yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> that's what, what happens. happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, an, there's actually H.H. Holmes. <laughs> there's, yeah, a there's, a murder, there's a murder house, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mur- murder hotel. <laughs> um, I-, I gotta say, uh, it was kind of fun getting some Matt Bluestone POV here. Yeah. I thought because like, he had a, a an, like an internal narration in the first minute or so, and I my I just thought he sounded so self important. <laughs> well, I thought the whole episode was going to be like a hard boiled spy thriller starring Matt Bluestone. You know? It's well, it sounded like it was heading for that, but it didn't. 
and then it just took a 180 but but yeah we actually um get a glimpse at the illuminati at work here um yeah apparently they have a whole building dedicated to driving (laughs) people mad right or killing Uh, right i love how the show it takes this minor subplot line so seriously that they include several twists and turns including his former fbi co-worker being secretly a part of the illuminati yeah i didn't guess that <laughs> that was my note my, was that hacker was illuminati actual gasp my favorite <laughs> part about gargoyles so far is how self-important this show takes these like minor subplot lines it, it treats them seriously that's true it's all of them no matter how ridiculous or unnecessary or irrelevant the, the subplot line is it takes it to the extreme that's and you know, that's, i love it yeah no I, I i have a lot of respect for that they don't just leave you know threads dangling it's one of the things that i love also about um star stargate sg1 my my true love of the star asterisk uh shows <laughs> next the, okay the star the, asterisk shows star gotcha. wars star trek stargate um, stargate atlantis well i mean i'm including the whole universe there um, i will say peter will you get offended if i told you i felt during stargate um stargate sg1 that you did what now i felt yeah Oh, well, no. Look, the first season's kind of rocky. It's, uh, I, it yeah. was, it was a season where they go back and where they have like an alternate feature of themselves. That was a pretty good episode. I, well, I thought. Um, I don't but, know. My cousin maybe made, made us watch it, so I didn't but, have any. Yeah, run. But, but I mean, yeah. if you haven't watched, you know, like uh, the rest of the series up to that point, it's not going to be nearly as rewarding or engaging. So, yeah. You know, go ahead, fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Anything that gets you to actually sleep, Rachel, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Again, wasn't my fault. Tornado. (laughs) Yeah, blame the tornado for that. You were already awake. It was 4 a.m. and you were already awake. What do you think? Okay, it ended at 4 a.m. It started around, I was, I normally go around bed around. I don't wake up at 8.30. I woke up at 8.30 for no reason. (laughs) But not because of the tornado. No, I think somebody somebody texted me. I'm like, why are you texting me? <laughs> why are they texting you? Um, to see if we had power. Ah, <laughs> nice. Yes. Did you guys catch the the little uh one liner where they they reference Xanatos as one of their lower echelon members? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I found that. Uh, was that Mace who said that? Uh-huh. Or was uh, that was that hacker? That was end. the old man. I don't know. Okay, that was that was yeah. I think it that was, was Drake. Mace Malone. Malone. Whoops. Yeah. No, Dracon's a different asshole. Um, um, we did already know from that four-part series, uh, City of Stone. Yeah. Yeah. We did already know that Xanatos was a. Or no, it was actually from Vows, wasn't it? Yeah, it was from it, before that, right? Um, that he was an Illuminati member. Correct. Uh, Wait. All right, hey guys. So, so we already knew Xanatos was in the Illuminati, but uh, the fact that they referred to him as a lower echelon member, uh, again, despite his whole self-important, I am like the well, big man in and town. Despite the fact that he's literally a multi-billionaire, I mean, right. with all of this influence and power, 
he put uh, a castle on top top of a skyscraper. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So so this to me, I'm always paying attention to these um these different uh I guess what's the word? The factions at, at work here. And it does sort of raise the Illuminati as a more important faction, I guess. It could be. Um, yeah, I mean, it could it could do that. Like, if it's saying that Xanatos isn't all that important to them, then, wow, they must have all this stuff going on. On the other hand, it could just be Mace. Uh, unreliably? Being unreliable. You know, I mean, he could be just, like, talking up mm-hmm. uh, the Illuminati to this prospective new member, right? Saying, like, oh, you've heard of Xanatos, the world's billionist billionaire. Um, oh you've heard of jeff bezos that's right he's he's, he's, he's a a minor member we don't we don't treat him with a lot of respect around here right right just joined this year my family's been you know a member for 60 centuries right right. i Uh, invented the illuminati when i went back in time (laughs) that's definitely like a possibility uh (laughs) but like if xanatos is a lower echelon member than what's random fbi guy what's what's his role Right, yeah. That's is he point. like the janitor of the Illuminati? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, or, I mean, that's one of the characteristic uh, features, I guess, of, of intricate secret societies is that you never know who's really going to be a high-ranking member and who not. And, and somebody that you would always expect to have been a, a, a nobody turns out to be, you know, the grand master. Like, um, Boy, to pull in a reference from from left field, uh, Monsters Inc. When we find out that uh, Roslyn, I think it is, be the the woman, the cranky woman behind the desk, the secretary, uh, yeah, who's always complaining about paperwork, is secretly the leader of the decontaminators or whatever who who rush in when there's a contamination. Anyway, that kind <laughs> of thing. The yellow suit monsters. Yes, the yellow suit. The guy. secret police of the monster world, yeah. I guess, yeah. Um, the rapid response team. But uh, <laughs> anyway, but so it's that kind of thing, right? So to, to have Hacker turn out to be, you know, a mid-level guy who maybe can has more authority in the Illuminati than, than Xanatos, that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me overly much. You know what surprised me? Your butt. The... Oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! It was such a surprise. I had no idea it was there. Wow. Um, the fact that they were so open about, you know, Illuminati membership, like say a hand tattoo. Oh yeah, I thought that. Or was... a pin on a lapel. Well, that's all the Illuminati is, right? It's just like a patch that you put on your 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 jean jacket. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean they were talking about it in the open and I, I, like right in front of a police station. He literally <laughs> right. put on him in broad daylight, right wherever. I mean, you know, I guess if nobody knows what the pin is, I mean, even if they, if you heard someone talking about the Illuminati and handing someone a pin, like, would you even take that seriously? I guess. But. Uh, well, Big Bang Theory time. The chief of police is Illuminati. Ooh. The I, I, in the show, yeah. Oh, the, the the captain lady. I don't know. Is that your theory? 
Not really. It was just something dumb that I thought. It could of. be though. <laughs> I mean, there's something suspicious around about her. Like she, because she she showed up twice in this episode and and caught caught them coming out of the broom closet or whatever. So I'm mm. I I'm a little. I think there's going to be some kind of story thread there soon. But I think Lexington is a member of the Illuminati. <laughs> well, that's just silly. that would be quite a twist. <laughs> That'd be a real big twist. Lexington is the big bad behind it all. <laughs> <laughs> He's been playing a Xanatos gambit the entire time. Um, well, we're a little we're a little over a third away done with gargoyles, if I math correctly. Is that, is that right? true? Because season no. two is a crap ton of episodes. Season There's two is fifty two episodes, and we're sixteen episodes into season two, so we're There's, not. There's seventy eight episodes, and we're thirty uh, twenty nine in. Of the whole show, really? Yeah. Is season three that short? Yeah, season three, is, I think, is only 13 or maybe 10 oh. episodes. Yeah, we're uh, 37% done with the entire series. Oh, okay. that That's kind of surprising, but yeah, okay. yeah, I see that. Right. I could be. I, I'm pretty oh, sure season, it's 78. Man, season two is like two and a half seasons worth of content. Yeah. 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 Uh, my, uh, my only other note from this episode was... Uh, was tell him I said he's a bum. <laughs> like the one guy that that Bluestone used to help him track down Mace Malone. Yeah, finally some real New York characters in this show in New York. <laughs> tell him I said he's a bum. I will. I will say I have another mystery note of DW. Don't Darkwing know what. Duck. Yes. <laughs> mystery solved. I just have. <laughs> My note is DW after Bluestone is a liar <laughs> or terrible liar. Uh, I don't know. Also, do these people sleep? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, no. Nobody it seems sleeps. unlikely. Uh, uh, so we had one addition to the cast uh, of note. This time it was uh, Mace Malone's voice actor was Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., uh, who mostly I will remember from uh, <laughs> Alfred at, in the uh, Batman, the animated series. Oh, uh, fun. Yeah. He was also in like, um, oh, no, I'm thinking of a different guy. What is it? Let's, let's look at Ephraim Zimbalist. I just like his name too, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. It's hard not to like uh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the guy. Uh, he was, he's one of the, um, he's in like the, the best episode of Babylon 5 ever. Uh, so, you know, if you're watching Babylon Five, listen for him. Uh, another show I haven't watched. That one holds up. I mean, the effects are not so great, but as a show, as a dramatic implement, it's very good. Yeah, I have a funny story. <laughs> I have a funny story about Babylon where me and my dad couldn't spell Bob Babylon, and then we were we were spelling it correctly, but we decided it wasn't spelled like that because it was Baby Lawn. <laughs> oh baby lawn because we decided it started with a b there's a y in there somewhere it ends in lawn didn't and then we heard the voice of god aka my mother uh, scream from her bedroom that's how it's spelled you idiots i thought you were gonna talk about um oh damn it i lost it Good joke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is what happens when you have a very strange word, as in Babylon, and two dyslexics. Two dyslexics. Uh, it does seem like a reasonable out. conclusion, yes. <laughs> two dyslexics walk into a rab. 
no. <laughs> <That'll be bad. laughs> uh, the All right, funds, guys. Uh, yeah, that this was our very wandering episode. Morgan Freeman. That's the one. Morgan <laughs> what? Freeman. What? That's the <laughs> voice of God. Oh. oh. Uh, I'm so sorry. That was so late. Yeah. <laughs> but worth it. Yeah, we call my mom when she's in her bedroom, the voice of God, because she's just screaming at us. <laughs> well. Oh my gosh. All right. Oh. So uh, this has been Nostalgia Plus. Uh, I've been <laughs> here. Your host, your best host, your good boy, Daniel Levinson. You can find all my stuff at daniellevinson.com or at Sinister Infant on Twitter. I've been joined by uh, Katie Willis. That's me. You can find me on Twitter at ShimmyBook. Uh, Rachel is, is is here also. Uh, I exist <laughs> with no last name. And uh, Peter Schaefer. Hi. You can follow me at ShoelessPete on Twitter where I post little factoids that aren't fully real about an alternate universe that is like ours and occasionally oh. one-line film reviews yes and uh or pashafer.com and rachel yes i forgot that we had to do a twitter thing you can find me at twitter <laughs> <laughs> at argent rave and also instagram uh, if you want to see books that i've read this month and uh nick evangelista <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You can find me at Tacky Slacks on Twitter and Instagram, where I either don't post for long periods of time or I post a lot too much at once. Question Is it movie next time? No. So no. next time is going to be three more episodes of Gargoyles uh, that are going to be just just embrace the body horror you guys because next it's three oh, episodes of really good body horror stuff uh just people doing stuff to their physical form that can only be appreciated uh and then <laughs> the next episode after that will be willow uh one of my favorite movies like of all time i'm very very excited to rewatch willow that'll yeah. be fun has anyone yeah. not seen willow I have not seen Willow. Okay. Ooh. Time to maybe maybe you can appreciate what Val Kilmer used to look like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to say mean? temper your expectations. Because <laughs> Val Kilmer used to be a, a very nice person to look at. I don't know who Val Kilmer is. Now man. he's like a, a big, nice person a to look at. Cushy water or like marshmallow man. Who? What? Stay puffed? Val Kilmer was a uh, Batman in one of the Batman movies. He was, he was. excellent in Heat. That was Batman he was, Forever. Val Kilmer was, used to be a hunk. In, he was, and things and now he's Tiny Tim looking. <laughs> pretty. He is scary. He has issues that maybe we can talk about in the Willow episode, or maybe not, because it, maybe it's just be unkind. But let's uh, let's uh, leave now. Goodbye. Uh, don't forget to. Um, if you have questions, where they can they send questions? Nope, we don't do that. If they don't know by now. <laughs> well, too many I've... thoughts media dot com. No, too many thoughts <laughs> at gmail dot com. And yeah, don't forget to uh, rate and review us, please. We will read them, and, and we, I feel sad that there's no reviews. Bad Thank reviews you. only. Constructive reviews. All right. Thanks for listening. See ya. So long. The music's playing. Uh, Gargoyles rock. <laughs> Val Kilmer's face looks like he just stretched it outwards. <laughs> is that his current face or his old face? <laughs> looks like current. 
then yes. 